Hello and welcome. We are back. It's the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. We're back for our difficult second series. I'm Phil. I'm here with Ant. How are you, Ant? Yes, mate. Yeah, not too bad. I think like the rest of the uh, UK, trying not to melt at the moment uh, and also trying to get some form of sleep uh, in a room that is hotter than the furnace, than a furnace, I should say. So other than that, mate, I'm good. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I don't mind the hot weather. It's just night time. Just, you know, it was, I was up at 4.30 this morning because I thought, well, mm. what's the point of just sweating, you know, I'm lying in a pool of my own sweat in bed. So I may as well go downstairs and uh, have some honey nut loops. Introduce me quick because I've got a great tip. I've got a great life hack. <laughs> okay. We're also here, here with Mike. Mike, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thanks. Uh, quick, quick life hack. Pop your pillowcases in the freezer. Oh, we do something similar. I put an ice pack on my pillow. Listen, but yeah, how long does that similar. last? How long does that last, really? Oh, bed, bed, sheet, bed sheet, I haven't gone there yet. I haven't got enough room. But if, you, if you're lucky enough to have a, a chest freezer, I would suggest folding up the whole bed sheet, whacking it in there a couple of hours. Yeah, but yeah. I, I've we once did a, a, a charity uh, race night and we challenged uh, people to get uh, clothes out of a block of ice. Mm. And it takes a long time. So are you, are you putting this in ice or just putting the bed just sheet? Whacking it, just whacking it in the freezer. I'm not, fr- I'm not freezing it in water. I mean, the, conse- <laughs> the consequences of that, Phil, uh, uh, that you'd be just lying on, on quite literally a waterbed. Amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah, valid. Okay. I mean, we could. Oh, oh, you could sleep in the same place you slept last summer, couldn't you, Mike? Do you want to just talk us through what, what, what you did last year? Well, I wouldn't recommend. I mean, you know, there are some great adventures out there, out there Bear Grylls and the like. Uh, I slept on the kids' trampoline. Um, <laughs> so frustrated was I by the heat. This was pre-freezing my pillowcases. Um, and it was fine until about half past three in the morning when the, the sun came up, and uh, at which point it became very, very difficult. Mm, yeah. I can imagine. So we are a fantasy football podcast, uh, not a life hack podcast. Mm. Um, and, and, and to be honest, I don't know um, how good your tip on pillowcases is. I imagine they turn quite warm quite quickly. No, they're lovely. Um, for how, how many minutes? Well, until you get to sleep. If, okay, if you're as cool. busy as I am, if you live as busy a life as I am, uh, you know, five minutes on a frozen pillowcase and you're away. Beautiful. Excellent. So we, uh, for those who haven't uh, listened or watched us before, uh, we have three very different styles in fantasy football. Uh, none of it is particularly stats stats heavy. Um, it's fair to say. But... Oh, this is awkward. I've just no, it's it's fine. It's fine. spreadsheets. I've well, done a few stats. Well, Mike, why don't you why don't you you can do some stats for the show, of course. But your okay. your general style of play. Do you want to talk us through that for those who haven't listened? Well, yeah, I went into last season saying that my style of play was that I was the tinker man and that I was forever wanting to make changes. Um, yeah, idle thumbs make uh, bad work, or, or, or so the phrase uh, goes. Uh, something similar to that? No? Idle? Uh, I mean, use, ice of idle? Anyway, um, yeah, yeah so basically, I, I, yeah, I get a bit restless and like to tinker with the team. Um, and I vowed that last season I was going to change that um, with a more statistical approach, a more analytical approach. Um, but what happened was, I, I don't know if you've got a record of how many transfers I made last season, but it was it, it was, was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, just just say it, it was a lot. It was, Did it it was hit in the thousands? Ma- no, it didn't hit thousands, but it was in the many hundreds. Well, one of our very loyal listeners last year did come up with a great stat at one point, I think about halfway through the season on how many, st- how many transfers Mike had made, and it was pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was something along the lines of 
that he'd transferred in and out his whole team on average every week. And yeah. that was taking into account uh, the transfers he made in his wildcard week. But, <laughs> yeah, that, but, was yeah. Quite, that was quite a week. Not a lot else happened for me that week. <laughs> Not a lot else happened. And that's which is funny because it was only week two. <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> um, he used, used my wildcard week two. Not this season, lads. I'm a changed man. No. Honest, yeah. Gov. We'll see about that. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Anthony, what about your style, mate? My style is very much, I, I live and play the game week to week, so I don't look too far ahead. I know uh, last season, Mike, you got your spreadsheet out and was, you'd planned your team 12 weeks in advance, which I don't think worked yeah. out too well for you. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't look too closely into it. I very much pick my team for that particular week and don't plan too far ahead. And it worked uh, until about the last six weeks last season when I went into those last six weeks comfortably ahead of you boys, uh, about 100 points ahead of Phil. And then Phil decided to have an absolute stormer. I think he won the last two months of our podcast league last season, didn't he? Won, 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 the, won the league two months in the trot and did me over in the last couple of weeks, which was very upsetting. And the good news was uh, that Phil wasn't smug about it at all. You have, um, you have played the role of the hare many times <laughs> down the years, and I think it's fair to say. I think it's fair to say. I think the last three or four seasons, boys, I mean, you might correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the last three or four seasons I've started like a house on fire and it's all gone wrong very quickly. Normally around Christmas, I lose the plot, um, which this season, or sorry, last season I didn't. Uh, and, and then, yeah, got to about the last six weeks and I had a bad week and never really recovered. The wheels one and truly fell off. So I'm hoping, boys, that this season I can just be consistently good and beat the two of you. That is that is my sole aim. A bit of a bit of staying power, indeed, mate. Absolutely. Uh, Phil, do you want to talk us through yours? Oh well, uh, yeah. I mean, I used to be a bit trigger happy, like Mike. Um, I'm. I would say I'm one of those players that's learning how to play as I go along. I've been doing it since 2008, uh, but uh, historically, I was very forgetful. And doing the podcast <laughs> has helped me remember when there's deadlines. So that's a Can bonus. I can I just say at this point, I did used to love winding you up, waiting till after a deadline had passed, and then <laughs> saying to you about a deadline. <laughs> and you were like, oh, nuts. I miss those days so bad. Uh, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Especially doing the podcast, because it makes me look like a fool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, out of the three of us, I've, I've won the last two seasons. And genuinely, I'm considering, this isn't me just already starting mind games with you. Um, I'm considering maybe this year, not playing as a solo player, but instead using my account as, as a podcast-only team. So you you two could contribute. What are your thoughts on that? It, it's kind of a sympathy vote. Yeah, I don't exactly. need a sympathy vote, thanks very much. I've got this, no, I've I got don't. this well and truly in hand this year, and it's gonna, the victory is going to taste all the sweeter for you not doing that. Okay. No, I know yeah. you won last season, and I know you won the Euros, having declared that you didn't care, and you seemingly didn't. So, you know, just was a bit like, again, too big for your boots, mate. Oh, we should touch on that for all of 10 seconds. Phil won the Euros Fancy uh, League that we, we, we podcasted over uh, for a number of weeks. And I, I did try and... No, no, throw. that's it. That, that's, the last, that's fine. The last two game weeks I tried to throw. No, um, we've, co we've, co we've covered it off, lads. Let's move on. Okay, cool. <laughs> Break yeah, away. No problem. So, um, we're the podcast that will give you tips, uh, a lot based on, on eye test, and we will... We allow you to join in. So each game week, there will be a quiz between us three and the loser will get their captain picked by a listener, um, which at times last season worked out terrifically. Uh, thank you very much, Mickey Ray, for picking yeah, Calvert-Lewin for the old hat trick. Uh, but on other times, you know, not so decently. Um, 
we all forget when uh, we find it hard to forget when when Vicar Lewis picked uh, Carl Walker Peters as my captain. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was disappointing. Um, we also but, just quickly had a week where Mike had his captain picked, and it was a week John Stones decided to score twice, I believe, his first ever oh, goal yeah, in yeah. Manchester in the Premier League, and keep uh, clean sheet. And kept clean sheet. And it was, was it a double game week as well? Something like yeah, that, was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He got about 50 points on his own, didn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. right. He, he got more than my whole team that week. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that was it. In a, in a double game week, um, which was quite <laughs> impressive. It, quite <laughs> impressive uh, from one angle and quite disappointing from my angle. Um, so, yeah, so tonight, uh, Mike's plan is to look through. He's, so we're going to do f- three warm-up pods uh, for the new season. And this week, Mike has taken control He's looked at his top 10 in every position, uh, which will hopefully be good. Mike um, can make what as many mean, What do you mean it will want. hopefully be good? What oh, do you no, mean because, by that? Because during the season, when you talk, usually um, facts can prove you wrong. But pre-season, you can make as many claims about these players as you want, and no one can say you're definitely wrong. Hmm. Okay, well, it's not really filling me with confidence ahead of uh, the first episode <laughs> of the new series, but that's fine. <laughs> so that's exciting. Uh, uh, me, and Ant, me and Ant will ask, ask questions and any questions that come in um, as well. So, Mike, kind of over to you. All right. Well, look, we're, we're going we're gonna to bypass keepers because, uh, because I c- couldn't be bothered, really. Um, but we're going to the top 10 <laughs> defenders. <laughs> that is the sort of podcast you're everyone's tuning gonna in for. Su- Everyone's going to sign Asmir Begovic. Now he's gone to Everton. Of course they are. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's sporting quite the, the, the new haircut. It's very uh, Bobby Charlton. Anyway, we haven't got time for that because I've got to give you my top 10 defenders, midfielders and attackers going into the new season. And there are, a, a, there are a mixture of reasons as to why I've come up with these players and how I've come up with them. So some are about value, some are about the, the team's maybe opening fixtures um, and some are just because uh, they're brilliant. So let's start at the back show with defenders. My top 10 are in no particular order. Um, so yeah, take, take them as we come. So, uh, number 10, uh, I've got, uh, Cresswell of West Ham, uh, not, uh, an unknown quantity, um, 153 points last year, 11 assists as well. Um, so I expect him to, to, um, to start strongly. He's had the whole summer off, which I think is a factor when we're yeah. looking at players for the, the start of the new season, quite whether, uh, you know, the, the guys that went to the latter stages of the Euros and the Copper America, will be integrated at a later date in the season. I don't know. I don't know whether they'll, they'll start or not. But Cresswell, I, I think, is nailed on to start. So he's my number 10 at 5.5 million. We happy with that? Yeah, they've got a good good run of fixtures to start as well. Newcastle, Leicester, Palace, Saints. Mm. Okay. I'm, in, I'm really interested to see how West Ham do this season. I mean, they came so close in the Champions League. Um, what a job Moyes did there last season. So, But can they carry on? Could be like a bit of a second season syndrome for them, potentially, boys. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And, and and Mike, um, last year, you spent the first what ten game weeks targeting West Ham, didn't you? That was your plan. <laughs> oh, to begin with. Yeah, I did. That didn't go so well for me. There I'll are some, there are a few a few things that went a little bit wrong. And, and now the first West Ham. Yeah. exactly the first tip you're giving this season is a West Ham player. So it's good you're learning, and that's that's very much what we do on this podcast. Mm, mm. Um, number nine. I'm already. I'm already slightly uh, regretting but I'm, I'm going to go with it um Kunate, um of liverpool new signing signed for just over 25 million pounds 5.5 million for you on the game um i think he will be the center back pairing with uh, van dyke um although looking at his um stats perhaps um i'm reading too much into the price tag because um 
he's never started more than 20 games yet uh, in a season. Um, so he's come from uh, Leipzig. Um, he only started 14 times last season. So I'm not quite sure. I'll be honest, mid-pod, I've, I've had a bit of a panic on that one. I was going to say, what, what, what from those stats makes you think he's going to start for Liverpool every week? Yeah, can I change it? Because I, I actually crossed, I actually crossed a player out and put Canate in. Oh, bear with me, chaps. The wife is here with my dinner. Thank you, my love. Thank you very oh. much. Uh, did you get pick up the drink that I asked? I sent you a message to get me a drink on the way home. <laughs> no, never mind. It's fine. That's fine. Oh wow. Thank you. Hashtag best wife. No, that drink is oh. lovely. Thank you. Wow. Sorry, chaps. No, I did. You, well, I, you are brave. I did, I did send that. a. I did send a text. Well, I was doing bedtime with the children while she was uh, uh, off gallivanting in Primark. Oh wow, you're going there. Yeah, she's she's gone. We're safe. Right. Um, so I'm going to swap Canate out. Ignore Canate. Um, and well, Canate, in... can I can I talk about Canate? 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 Of course you Canate. Um, okay, thank you. I mean, Liverpool have got Norwich, Burnley, Chelsea, Leeds, Palace, Brentford at the start of the season. So if he starts that first game, how much is he? Five point five. Five point five. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be getting on him. Yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be good for that. Okay, all right. Uh, I think I think yeah. I, I don't think he's going to start. I don't wouldn't necessarily expect him to come straight into that team, would he? Surely not. It feels a bit like the Saliba experience of last season mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit worried. Uh, some a lesson that I will be taking going into game week one this year is pick players that you are quite confident they are starting. Don't go making punts because otherwise you've got a wild card week two. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Then, We've all been there. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, just as, as a backup then, Danny Rose, 4.5 million at Watford now. Anyway, hmm. number okay. eight, promising youngster, could well make a move to a bigger club ahead of the season. Max Ahrens of Norwich. Now, he only got two assists in his first season in the Premier League. It was He was his breakthrough season. He was a youngster. Um, but 4.5 million, I think, in, in, of the 4.5 million defenders... I would say he's one of the the two or three or, or maybe four that you could be looking at in terms of um, saving some money in your squad. He has very excitable legs. Oh yeah, you know he's what I mean, quick, isn't he? He's very yeah. quick. He was he was very good for Norwich last season. Norwich again, and it really interesting one for me to see how they're going to do. They've been a bit like Fulham, haven't they? Up and down a little bit, um, and they really kind of fell apart, didn't they, in the last season of the Premier League before they got relegated? But they looked really really good in the Championship last season, didn't they? Really impressive. So and now they sold them. They sold their best player to Villa. Buendia, by, the, by the way, have I mentioned I love my wife? Um, you have. Has she like back in the room? I think she might be. Um, she's pulling angry faces at the window. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on then. Number seven. Well, uh, can I can I just oh, say about Max Ahrens? I'd like you to, yeah. Because, oh, okay. you know, we wouldn't need to delve into some of, these, um, some of these players you're mentioning. I would suggest bench fodder for the first sort of four game weeks at least as they've got Liverpool City Leicester and Arsenal oh Good. yeah welcome back to the Premier League yeah one get him out the way early doors get him out of the way early doors one to, one to watch I would say he could be playing for Liverpool at this rate that's that's you know now I should point out just quickly the the kind of slight whispering you can hear is Phil in, a, in, a, in, a, in an ever so polite way you can you can tell the difference between the two of us ever so polite way playing charades with his wife in terms of saying say, could I please have a drink uh, sorry I, are you communicating with someone who's deaf, Phil? Because there were some lovely hand signals going on. No, my poor wife. I didn't oh, want to. I didn't want to. Um, yeah, she had a second jab yesterday, so she can't Bless lift her. anything. But I was going to ask her if she could bring my pint of orange juice from the fridge. Oh, um, she's had a second jab. 
please That's with her no with her right arm but oh she's, okay she's very tired and lethargic and i feel How's she bad gonna, now what door is she gonna shut the fridge with <laughs> uh, anyway she's gonna have to use her her left shoulder blade i imagine to get the purchase i'm watching now she's gone right hand she's holding no one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. She's holding the oranges with Welcome her hands. Welcome to the Fancy Threesome Pod. This is pretty much what happens every week. <laughs> it descends into absolute chaos and absolutely no talk about FPL. So, yep, he's still whispering. Good. This is good. She is a wonderful wife. There you go. In hand. Okay. Whisp- well, I mean, whispering a pizza every week. There we go. I mean, to go with her right hand as well. No one saw that coming. Right. Number seven, uh, Luke Ailing, uh, another four point five millioner. Um, he uh, was their top scoring defender last season. By um, that isn't true. Yes, it is. That isn't true. It absolutely is true. One hundred percent is Dallas? true. Dallas. He's now a midfielder. I'm afraid. So you said he was his highest scoring defender last season, but he has now been moved to midfield. So of the defenders that they have, thank you for clarification. Stuart Dallas um, is now midfielder. That is great news. Yeah. Yeah, is it great news? I suppose we'll get there in midfielders, maybe, Mike. I think, yeah, I think what you need to think about uh, with with Luke Ayling is he's not going to get you loads of points. He's just a good squad member um, because he's a certain starter. He starts every week. He played more minutes for Leeds than anybody else that season, and that includes Dallas. Um, so <laughs> he has lovely hair. Yeah, he Chris. does. He does have lovely hair. Lovely How hair. much is he? Four point five. Four point five. That's a good price. Oh, yes, Mark A. I was just going to question Phil on his drink choice. Uh, Mark hey. A, for, for listeners online um, uh, on the on the pod, uh, Mark A just jumped on and is questioning Phil and his pint of orange juice out of a glass bottle. <laughs> yeah, got it. Got it delivered from the milkman. Forgot to cancel it again. I see what will happen at 3 a.m. Very expensive. It's a very need, expensive way of living. You, you will need a big wee, mate, at 3 a.m. Well, let's crack on. I'm off the no, age so- where that's commonplace. Lads, lads, we've got we've got twenty four more players to go through. Twenty six. Oh, wow. <laughs> Carry on. All right. Uh, number six on our defenders list uh, is Reese James. Uh, I really think this is the season where he sec- secures that right back slot as his own. He's battling out of Aspie. He has played alongside Aspie as well. He got one hundred twelve points last season. Reese James. Um, Aspie only got one hundred thirteen. So uh, and and his extra 0.5 million. I think of the Chelsea assets at the back. He represents the most value. I think he's going to be on fire this uh, this season. Reese James, thoughts? Yeah, Champions League final, he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, couldn't agree more. Uh, I said just Chelsea defensively, full, full stop, I think, will definitely be the team to look for. Um, Tukau came in there and really shored them up at the back, didn't he? And uh, mm. I, I have to agree with you on that one. That That is a good shout, I think. Okay, all right. Look, I've got another uh, 4.5 for you at uh, uh, number five in our chart um, because I think he's going to get a move if it's not already confirmed. Uh, it's Ben White, now of Brighton, soon to be of Arsenal or Spurs, I would think. Arsenal. Um, Arsenal. Look, no goals, no assists last season for Brighton, but will play, I think, week in, week out for a top 10 club. This Can season. I just say something? Yeah. £50 million, pounds, boys. What do we make of that? I mean, that to me seems like a ludicrous amount of money. Crazy. Yeah, I'd agree. Because he's English, I presume. That's probably added, what, £30 million onto his price tag? He was very, very well thought of um, at Brighton when he had his his, uh, his loan at Leeds in the Championship. Yeah. Mm. They worked really hard. I think they offered something like thirty million for him last season. Um, wow! So he's very, very well thought of, um, and and went to our old school lads as well. Yes, he did indeed. Yeah, 
Yeah, oh, didn't they milk that during the Euros? <laughs> oh, every week. Yeah, but yeah, I, I wonder about that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Now. We've not. I'll tell you. We've not heard from much over the last week or so. Uh, any of the uh, the old PE teachers? They've piped down all of a sudden. The PE teachers of the England players suddenly disappeared. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and they're everywhere. Absolute That's media true. loving for the the PE teachers. They've suddenly yeah disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, they, um, they were great to hear from. Number four on my list, uh, defenders. He's got forty six percent ownership. He created more chances in the second half of last season than anybody else in the Premier League, it's Luke Shaw. Sure, so sure. I, I wonder if every game um, during uh, a Manchester United game next season, everyone will have to say this is Luke Shaw territory, as uh, Sam Matterface <laughs> loved to say during the Euros. <laughs> Halfway line, brilliant. oh yeah, Luke Shaw territory. Yeah, good how, start. How, I mean, much, how much is Luke Shaw and how much, um, sorry to go back to him, uh, was Ben White? Ben White 4.5, Luke Shaw 5.5. So Ben White four point five potentially for Arsenal, um, yeah. who are a team I am. Uh, next next week I'm looking at teams that were unpopular and useless last year, and uh, great. joy joy you know Welcome miserable Arsenal teams fans. from last year, um, and how they might make us smile this year. So yeah, four point five that that is handy, and and sorry Luke Shaw's five point five. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's he, I think he finished on five uh, million last season. They've upped into five point five. I think just just look at his uh, his opening games: Leeds, Southampton, uh, Wolves, Newcastle, West Ham, and Villa. That's their first six games. So uh, I would be looking at United Assets again. It's just whether he starts because he played right through to the final, as we know. So um, whether he'll be rested in those first couple of games, I don't know. Number three on my list: Luca Dina or Dina. Five point five million was linked away in the summer to to PSG. Could still end up going, to be fair. Um, but he's ranked number five for creativity uh, according to the uh, Fantasy Premier League uh, website. Um, he makes a, a big difference, obviously, when he's on set pieces. So um, it's whether Sigurdsson, who is now aging, and uh, perhaps they're going to move him out of the team. Sigurdsson, well, uh, so it's whether he's on set pieces or Dina. I mean, obviously, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but. An Everton player has been suspended due to accusations um, uh, today oh. Yeah. Um, of, oh, te- of te- texting an underage girl. Um, and is a 31-year-old Everton player, so it's either uh, Delph or Sigurdsson. But I think oh, it, I think the rumour is it's Sigurdsson, but oh, we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't uh, you know, know. Don't know any details, but he may well not be playing. Okay. Uh, that, I mean, one of my favourite quotes just on Everton from last season around the first pod was Everton are bang in trouble. Mike. Wasn't it, Mike? Was that Mike's uh, prediction? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for bringing that up. Are they, are they you... bang in trouble this year? Surely not. Um, No. No, I think uh, they'll be solid. I don't think they'll be as exciting as they have been in uh, at times in recent seasons. I think um, he'll shore them up when he um, uh, Benitez. But yeah, I think I think Dina, if you look at defensive assets, he has to be thought about for sure. Five point five. Yeah. Because okay. he's brought in he's brought in uh, Andros Townsend, doesn't he? Yeah. He has. Well. Yeah. Begovic Townsend. And I believe he's bringing Damari Gray in as well from Labour. He, he needs That'd a good start, brilliant. doesn't he, Rafa? He's he's already coming under, you know, some Liverpool fans have made it quite clear. Sorry, some Everton fans where they've made it quite clear they don't want him. So uh he needs to get off to a good start, I would suggest, to try and win him over. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh okay. Um, number two, you've got to have him on the list somewhere. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Alexander-Arnold, um, is, is three scores 
uh, in the last three seasons have been 185, 210, and 160. So um, 160 wasn't a, a million miles off where he's been in the previous two seasons, despite actually it being kind of considered a, a really poor year for him. Um, he'll come back fresh. I know he's been injured, but he'll come back fresh having um, not played over the summer for England. Um, it was it was just a, a muscle injury, wasn't it? So um, I expect him to come back, and I expect him to come back all guns blazing. So um, Trent, for me, 7.5 million, the most expensive defender in the game, but definitely, definitely uh, one I will be starting with this year. And um, their fixtures to start are Norwich and Burnley. So... Burnley did beat the Manfield last season, mate. Expect yeah. the unexpected, boys. Oh, there it is. First, first, <laughs> first time he's word at his catchphrase. You're welcome. Excellent. Uh, only took us 24 I, minutes. I'm not <laughs> expecting much from Burnley this season. There's only so long they can continue doing what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think balls out of the bag every time they don't he somehow. Burnley, yeah. Burnley, and Wolves, lads. That's my tip. No, Wolves will be fine. Wolves will be absolutely fine. Okay, clip it, Phil. Clip it. Uh, and n- number one, uh, he had a brilliant um, start to last season, um, and then uh, his season was curtailed with injury. Four point five million. He's got nineteen point two percent ownership. He got three assists in his nine games that he played last year. Tarek Lamperty of Brighton. Mm. Yes, yeah. like that shout. Good. He was one of the best value players, wasn't he? In terms of real, real life money last year. Great signing for Brighton. Brighton, yeah, looked defensively better, stronger in the second half of the season. Yeah, he could he could be a good little dark horse. He they looked defensively stronger in the second half second half of the season, but he was injured in that second half of the season. Oh dear, clip it. Um, but no, I've I love watching him play. He's one of those players that you want to have in your team because even if Brighton concede, he's he's exciting and there's always a chance he can pull something off or get to the byline and get a cross in or something. Mm. Um, and Brighton, Brighton have got Burnley, Watford, Everton, Brentford, Leicester, Palace at the start, which isn't isn't terrible. No, it's a, it's a good little run of fixtures, isn't it, to start with? Mm. Mm, okay. Well, there we go. Um, there's, there's my 10. Do you think I've missed anybody? Um, no, I think there's some some big names in there. What about the likes of Harry Maguire from Manchester United? You know, he, he had, he, <laughs> Do you think what? I've missed anybody? No. What about Harry Maguire? <laughs> It just he just popped into my head mainly because I think he's going to be any uh, on a high after scoring one of the best penalties you've ever seen. Mm. Took, that, took that took that camera out, didn't it? Um, yeah. Um, Considering he was injured, boys, in the run up, and he came in, and poor old Tyro Mings did absolutely nothing wrong, was uh, shipped out. But yeah, I have to say, I'm not. I wasn't Maguire's biggest fan, but I, th- I, I thought he was brilliant personally. Well, we also know he's a set for, uh, a threat from set pieces, so um, yeah, he could he could be could be an option. Indeed. Uh, right. Should we move on to midfielders? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. This is my exciting pick, times. You, you can... Oh, oh, Phil, yeah. My pick of your defenders, um, yeah. if I if I had to choose only one, oh, yeah. uh, would, if he is still there, would be Dina uh, for the start of the season because they've got Southampton, Leeds, Brighton, Burnley, Villa, Norwich. That is a great run. Mm. Okay. Let's uh, finish my pizza slice. Play a bit of music, Phil. Did. That's nice, that might. I mean, you, you said play a bit of music, then sang for us. Oh, sorry about <laughs> that. Um, okay, let's talk midfielders then. Um, and again, in no particular order. Guffy Sigurdsson? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm going for uh, Brian and Buemo. 
or in Burmo, as uh, I think actually it is pronounced. Uh, 5.5 million uh, has come up to the Premier League with Brentford. Um, now, I really like the look of Burmo um, when he played against Bournemouth um, on four different occasions last season. Um, he's only 5.5 million. He's only 21. He looks a lot older than that. Mm. Gosh, um, is he only 21? 20? Yeah, he's only 21. Um, well, he's, he played, he's played uh, 86 <laughs> games uh, for Brentford, 23 goals and 19 assists. Um, I would class him as a striker personally, but they've got him in, on the game as a midfielder. So I think everyone's looking at Ivan Tony. I understand that. Um, he scored a lot of goals. But uh, yeah, and Bermo, I think, could well uh, pick you up some points and, and he'd be a differential for sure. Yeah, 1.3% ownership at the time of recording. Excellent. Uh, next up, let's go for uh, Ismaila Saar of Watford. Mm. Uh, £6 million. Pounds. Uh, when he was last in the Prem, obviously it was, it was a young breakthrough season for him. Um, five goals and seven assists. Uh, last season, he managed 13 goals and 10 assists in the Championship. Um, and at £6 million again, I think that is some good money right there for Ismaila Saar. He was looking with some big clubs, wasn't he? He was yeah, he was. For, for silly money. Um, he had a great... Do you remember when he was in the Premier League a couple of years ago? I think he had a brilliant game against Liverpool when they destroyed him at Vicarage Road, I seem to remember. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Watford again, though, not not too sure um, how they'll get on this year. I think they're in for a season of struggle, but might be a good bench option. Yeah. But he, he had that game, didn't he, against Liverpool when Liverpool were unbeaten at the time and then Watford... Well, who were going down? Yeah, um, that's, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, this is a, this one that's going to take a few people by surprise. They won't have even heard of him, I don't expect. But a young man that really impressed me when I saw him against Bournemouth um, last season, uh, Michael Elise, is uh, moved to Crystal Palace. Um, that that you know with Zahar, uh, with Eze, and with Elise. I mean, that that midfield is going to be full of pace and trickery and goals. Um, seven goals and 12 assists for Reading last season. He was in the championship team of the season. Um, was a player that I thought that I uh, was hoping that Bournemouth might take a look at. Really, really tricky little customer. Um, and I think we'll score goals. I think he'll score goals. 5.5 million again, another differential for you there. So my first three players have all come up from the championship. Okay. Elise, boys, remember yeah, much about him? Yeah, yeah I had that, him that, in my gaffer team. Yeah, that transfer has completely passed me by. I didn't, I didn't realise he'd... Uh... He'd moved on, but Palace are one of those really odd, infuriating teams, aren't they? Where you never know quite what you're going to get with them, and they can be absolutely appalling one week, and then they'll pull a blind of, of a result just out of the bag from nowhere. And Eze was maybe he might be a bit like Eze as he was very up and down last season, wasn't he? So, but maybe maybe you want to keep an eye on. Well, I think he finished the season really strongly, Eze. I think I think it yeah. just took him a while to bed in. Um, yeah, that's true. Following his um, his move from QPR, but. Yeah, I'd look at Elise. Um, okay, we next up, we don't know we don't know how Vieira is going to play either. No, that's very true. Very true. But oh, we'll hear more oh, about that gone, from, from, on, on your um, on your preview of teams that were rubbish last season. Correct. That is true. We look, Palace we look forward to are it. one of those teams. I don't doubt it. Um, okay, next up <laughs> um, has in previous seasons been char- uh, charged at nine point five million, eight point five million, eight million. Oh, let us guess. Okay, this season he's six point five. Oh. I mean that's quite a drop, isn't it? It's not a fall from grace. So you're tipping a player who's dropped about three million in value. Yes. Mm, okay. Who's once nine po- Oh, oh, no, he's not dropped that much. But I know, um, old matey boy from Arsenal's dropped, hasn't he? He's I don't know who matey. I, think, I don't know who matey boy is. Oh, well, Do I'll they play for you. Wolves? Nope. 
I'll put you out your misery, lads. Uh, okay. Okay. Delhi, Delhi Alley. Oh, wow. Okay, that does make sense, yeah. Uh, six million? 6.5. Mm, 6.5. Blimey. I think he, he will start. A... Yeah. Yeah? yeah. You uh, reckon? I think he will. Yeah, I think he will start. I think, I think he's been now. working hard. He's had the summer off. Yeah. I've seen okay. pictures of him with his abs out. I'm convinced. He's got a new haircut. Delhi Alley. 6.5 million. I fear, I fear that this, this happened last season because there was the Spurs yeah, you mentioned this. last season. And yeah. I fell for it, and it, you know, it was a not great. Um, no. But yeah, I'd I'd love to. He's he's been nominated for the uh, goal of the season, apparently. Danny Alley. Six point five, six point five million, though, lads. I think yeah, I think that that's worth cheap. a look. Good option, yeah. If you look at other players in that ballpark, well, I've just I've just given you three that are just as good. But anyway, let's move on to another one in that ballpark. Another six point five million player. Um, and I'm surprised that his price hasn't risen. 156 points last season. Um, in terms of goal involvements over the last four years, he's uh, gone from eight to seven to nine, and last year to 15 goal involvements. He's the only player I'd sign from this team. It is James Ward-Prowse. Ooh. Had yeah, the summer was... off as well. Well rested. I thought he was really unlucky not to get in the England squad, actually. I thought he looked really decent in a couple of Walmart games. So... Yeah, it would pain us to have a Southampton player, but he's probably about the only one. It's not yeah, a bad shout. He's so he dangerous was... from set pieces. So dangerous. His all-round play was good last year as well. I think it often gets overlooked because he can hit a free kick in the top corner. But it's it's the consistency of how good his deliveries into the box are. You know, there's not too many that, that, that don't hit the spot, so to speak. So definitely one to look at. Okay. I agree with that. Next up. Um, we move towards some kind of more obvious picks, but you can't look past Bruno, I don't think, at 12 million. Um, still, not most ex- still, oh, okay. Well, um, 244 points last year, um, 32 goal involvements in the season. But didn't he- uh, still not the most expensive midfielder on the game. Yes, he had a mm-hmm. poor Euros, but he plays in a different position and he's in the shadow of Ronaldo. Um, so, yeah, I think he makes this team tick. So, Bruno for me. My only point on that would be that, yes, he had a poor Euros, but he also really tailed off for Manchester United at the end of the season. And if you look at the stats at the end, you know, those numbers are amazing. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at the last eight, eight to ten games, he wasn't getting the points. So, no, if you know, true. if he continues that form through, that would be any my concern. I, I uh-huh. think of that, of that kind of money, I, I probably won't be having him first couple of weeks. But he'd definitely be one to, for me to keep an eye on, I think. Okay. I think he's one that you swap out or in with the next fellow yep. I'm going to mention, and that Go is on. Mohamed Salah. Yeah. Um, another one who kind of, it felt like he had quite a disappointing season last year, but still got 22 goals. Um, so, yeah, 12.5 million. So he is the most expensive midfielder in the game. Um, but of him or Mane, and that, that's often the dilemma, um, I would always go with Salah. So if you, because for me, my my tactic would be have a couple of the big hitters and then kind of try and mould a team around them. Yeah. Uh, and towards the end of the season, that's more doable because your budget increases if you've got players that are doing well and their price goes up or whatever. And uh, those are the two players that I would want, Fernandez and Salah. But if you got both of them, that would be half of your... Well, no, no sorry, that would be a quarter of your whole budget, pretty much. We know that the big three hitters in midfield are Bruno, Salah and De Bruyne. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The problem is De Bruyne. You've got Pep Roulette. Yeah, yeah. But- so he doesn't even feature. He doesn't. I have no Man City players in any of these lists. Wow. 
for that reason. I can't can't trust him. Mm, it's true. I can't trust him. You don't want to be going into your first game week annoyed because no. already you you don't, you don't want to second guess Pep. I, having said that, Phil Foden is in my draft team after he um, did me over last season on numerous occasions because at the price of what eight million? Eight is million, it? yeah. He's eight million. Yeah. yeah. Then and and Pep likes him. You know, he got nine goals, eight assists last year, despite, you know, not playing all the time. So um, again, he's probably well rested from the Euros. Didn't really feature, did he, by the first couple of games. So um certainly he should he should be fresher than some. All right. Three left to show you. Um let's start with one that I'm not so sure about. Uh Mason Greenwood. Um I think he will get a a, a, a few starts, particularly early on. Um, and we've already talked about the good run of games that Man United start with. He's 7.5 million. Uh, I think this is a season where he has to step up, and I think he will do. Yeah, not for me. Not, not for, for you, Ant? Me, no. He's not, he's not a nailed-on starter, so for me, yeah. that is my issue. That yeah. would be my concern, yeah. Although Oli does seem to rate him, so who knows. But I'd, 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 I'd be surprised if he was starting straight from game one. Okay, okay. Uh, two left then. Um, we'll start with uh, Rafina. Uh, six goals and ten assists last season for Leeds. Six point five million. Um, Rafina um, of of all the Leeds players, um, the second half of the season, um, he came into his own. Uh, Harrison is another option. Harrison's stats are actually better than Rafina in terms of goal involvements last year. Um, but certainly, if you look at the second half of the season, Rafina had time. He, he bedded into the team um, and was really was really lighting up games. I, I know that, again, he's been kind of scouted by some of the the, the bigger sides. Um, so, yeah, I think Rafina at 6.5 million, I think he's nailed on to start. Um, and he, he seems to, yeah, cause trouble in every game he's, uh, he's involved in. What are we expecting from Leeds this season? After last season, they they really took the lead by Storm, Bamford, Rafinha, Harrison, uh, Dallas. They, they had some real high high hitters in they were brilliant football. weren't they to watch they were brilliant I'll be I still think they'll be in and around where they were this season I think they're still going to have a really good season I, I'm really interested to see how Mr Paddy B gets on Mike's Mike's good friend um, well I'll it won't be... surprise you tonight spoiler alert he doesn't make my top strikers yeah that doesn't surprise me um, I, I, I would also agree with you on that, that I'd be surprised if he has such a good season second time around did well, feel a bit like one season wonder for me you like you... Uh, meet you for Swansea. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is, you two, your, your opinion shouldn't really count for anything um, Ooh, when it comes to. Win. Well, Bamford was, uh, you know, he was at the heart of my team for most of the last season. Yeah, but that's because you like him, and not yes. because he's sort of really be football bitty, because he's nice when interviews. He's just a nice man. Yeah, well, nice yeah, man. That's, that's true. Talking of nice men, my last midfielder, um, and he didn't he come across as a lovable little fellow on his unicorn. Um, uh, I'm going for <laughs> Kayo Saka. Um, five goals and five assists last year, 114 points. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's in an Arsenal team that will be better this year. He'll have had another year's development. I think, despite the penalty miss, I think he would have grown as a result of his experience at the Euros. Um, I think he'll be a starter for them week in, week out. He's 6.5 mil. I like him. Mm. He was someone, 
he was someone who made me a massive piece of humble pie. I, I texted you guys. I remember in the warm-ups when I saw he was in the squad and I was kind of of the opinion. I hadn't really seen much of him, but I was kind of the opinion that he'd been kind of a token pick because of the fact he played for Arsenal. He played for one of the big six. But I mean, he was one of the, the shining stars, wasn't he, for us in the Euros? Um, and like you say, he can go one or two ways. I think with the penalty miss, yeah, it could make him and make him make him grow. And I hope there's just not a hangover from that mentally for him to having to deal with that. Um, he seems like a strong character, doesn't he? Certainly, that's how he's come across. So I'm really hoping that he has a strong start, and then he definitely be one to look at. I think he seems like a really nice kid as well. I think yeah, he seems really down to a really really mature. Um, you know, I think what some you know the whole England team came across so well, didn't they? Um, yeah, and all the 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 pap and the the terrible behaviour of some England fans, you know, um, and the, the players on the pitch were, were really putting them to shame. So, and yeah, Saka, Saka was brilliant. He really was. Caused teams all kinds of problems. And and yeah. if Arsenal are better next season, which surely they will be, then he's definitely one to look at. They got Brent, Brentford uh, away in their first game. Yeah. And then, Friday, then Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea and Man City. Well, there you have it, lads. Uh, that's my midfielders. Um, and maybe you'd like to pick your favourite of those uh, suggestions? Um, I'm actually going to go for Saka. I am. I think. Uh, I think that is a that is a really good, really good little shout, Mike. I've got to say. Um, or Rafinha. Him or Rafinha would be the two. Rafinha I thought was absolutely outstanding for Leeds last season. Um, he's certainly someone I'll, I'll have in my team. So one of those two boys, I think, would be would be picks for me. What about and you, Phil? Phil? Well, I fear deja vu, but Deli Ali hadn't even occurred to me. To be honest, um, I forgot about oh, his existence. Um, but after and after last season getting burnt, you know. Once is a mistake, but doing the same thing again is foolish. But I may well fall into the Deli Alley trap. But that price, there's actually quite a few of the midfielders you mentioned that were in the more affordable range, sort of six, six to seven million. Yeah, yeah, you might just be able to to manage your, your double of. Sorry, I'm choking on pizza crumbs. <laughs> Sounds like an emotional pizza. What flavor was oh, it? Oh man, Did you get stuffed crust. It's got no, no. It was um. Oh, it was something very pretentious. Good evening. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, Craig. Stay watching Hello. along. Um, uh, it was something pretentious like Nduo sausage and chicken and honey, <laughs> honeydew what? peppers and something. I don't know. Ndusha. Ndusha. It's like yeah. a spicy sausage. Okay. It certainly is. It certainly oh, wow. is. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, let's, let's crack on. Uh, Here we go. We should probably get better audio options. Let's, yeah, let's we, we did. I mean, I did. I did message about uh, potentially this season. What our plan is is to have a soundboard of the week, um, mm. but we just got to work out how technically we can do that uh, without the uh, big, big budget um, setup. It's, it's it's preseason, lads, and this is as much a run out for us as it is. You know, the the squads in their in their preseason fixtures. <laughs> Season fixtures. Oh, well, on I the upside, on the upside, let's move on, please. The first, the first podcast uh, ever, or the first podcast last season, we had to retake the introduction four or five times because I couldn't say the Newcastle keeper's name. So uh, yes, happy days. Right. We we did it first time tonight. And who thought we'd be back for a second season, boys? I know, crazy, crazy. Not me. Got it, Mike. Okay, <laughs> attackers in no a particular order. Although I have left my favourite till last, so in some order. Uh, number 10, because I think he's going somewhere else, Danny Ings. Never seems okay. to really kind of move outside of that eight to eight and a half price tag. He's priced at eight going into this season. He will score goals for Southampton if he's there, but I think he'll probably end up replacing Harry Kane. 
Harry Kane, I think, is going to stay, boys. I think Daniel no, Levy's priced really? him out, out of a move. Yeah, 150 million. Who's 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 going to pay that kind of money for him? Manchester City, maybe. Any? Mm. Can you see anybody else paying that kind of money for him at the moment? The way the market is, I'm I'm, I'm not so sure. Danny, sure, Danny Ings. Oh, sorry, go on, Phil. No, go go go. Well, I was just saying, Danny Ings is one of those players who I really dislike having in my team, and I have obviously, as with all the Premier League players, I've had them in my team at one time or another last year. Um, I. Um, yeah, I, I find him a really frustrating player to have because like, even if he scores, I'm not excited by it. Don't know why. Well, because I, I do. He's a Southampton player. Um, but you yeah, talked about everything he knows. You made a claim last yeah. season on the podcast that he is only where he is because of you. And now you're saying you don't enjoy him when he plays. Well, <clears throat> I think actually what I said was I can't take all the credit. I, I didn't put it all on me. <laughs> You, no, you, you said you can't take all the credit and then you But I probably should. Yeah, I probably should. I probably would should. Would it be um, fair to describe him as injury prone? Or is yes. that a little bit harsh? No, it would be. Yeah, so that, that would be a concern for me. Mm. But at that price... And the fact he plays for Southampton. How many goals did he get last year, Mike? Uh, oh, gosh, I don't know. Excellent. I thank you, thank thank you so much. Research. I just put... I, <laughs> Yeah, I'll be honest. By the time I got to attackers, I literally wrote Ings eight million going elsewhere. That's that's all I wrote. Okay, well I'll, I'll get the the facts the facts well, for you. Very I'll, I'll tell you now, lads. I'll tell you now. Of all of my top ten picks, he's only the second. He's the second most expensive striker I've got. Really? No. I think there's value in the strikers. He, he got twelve goals 12 and four assists in yeah, twenty nine games. Yeah, so it's not bad. Not a bad record. Mm. Nearly one and two. Mm. Uh, next up then uh, is is. Uh, Thanks, thanks, mate. Um, is Callum Wilson 7.5 million? 12 goals yeah, and six assists last season. He's had the summer off. He's got the number nine shirt of Joe Linton. That that was an ever so awkward social media release by Newcastle. Oh, Check it out if you haven't that. already. I'm so glad you saw that. <laughs> it's like it's Joe Linton <laughs> handing the number nine shirt to him and smiling, like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm cool with this. Um, <laughs> did he really? Behind, yeah, behind his really eyes, weird. He was furious. He was fuming. Yeah, yeah, very really awesome. weird. Really weird. Um, they've given him the number seven shirt uh, because they're going to play him on the right wing, of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so, yeah, Callum Wilson, I think, 7.5 million. I get another one who's kind of injury prone, but when he's fit um, and playing teams around him, um, he's always like to score goals. Number eight, uh, just because it's too obvious, um, Harry Kane. Need us anymore? 12.5 million. Does he uh, become... A better asset or a worse fantasy football asset if he goes to City? Oh, much better. Better, much better. He'll start every week. Do you I, think you, I don't know if yeah. anyone is anyone's above starting. Every no, week, I think they? he will. I think he'd start every week. I think he starts every week for City. I tell you one thing, Definitely. going in in his favour, he's somebody with his personality. You would expect that even if there's a transfer hanging over him and the situation with Spurs, Spurs might not let him go. He won't down tools, will he? He's not a player who'll throw his toys out the pram and refuse to play and refuse to train and all this kind of stuff. You, you, I can still guarantee that if he ends up staying at Spurs, he's still going to be a really good asset to have. Well, being being ever so slightly cynical, I don't think he can afford to because I don't think he can afford to. I think I think he's he's got this good guy image, uh, very wholesome. He's the England captain, um, so spitting his dummy out would mm. go against all of that, um, and that that costs pounds and pence. Um, I think he, you know, he's made noises. He made it very obvious that he wants to leave. There have been plenty of leaks that have got out saying he wants to leave. Um, so I don't know that it's, yeah, I don't know that he's like this. He's quite the character everyone makes him out to be. Um, but there you go, twelve point five million. I mean, everyone will have him. Um, I would imagine. Um, 
supplemented by one or two of the, the players I'm going to mention here. But um, you can't, yeah, I, it, I doubt you can afford him, Bruno and Salah without an utter dirge squad. So no. I, I may not have him. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, number seven. Bit of a wild card, this one. But I, I think he definitely starts for them. He scored 16 goals in the 2016-2017 season for AFC Bournemouth. He is Joshua King. Discuss. Yeah. Yeah, he's at Watford now, isn't he? Gone to yeah, Watford. I think what I mean, I don't like it, but I think Watford's a really good fit for him. Uh, I think he might have fun uh, warming the bench with uh, with Gozo and myself. Well, who who's going to start ahead of him? Up? Yeah, they got Dino, uh, Dino, Dini, and uh, what's his chops used to be at Burnley? Um, Vidra? No, no, no. He is at Burnley. Who? Who? Uh, Dem- uh, Gray, Andre Gray. Andre, Andre, Gray. Oh, yeah. Andre Gray's yeah. not starting for them, is he? No, he's, uh, no, you've got Dini, yeah. you've got Gray, you've got Perica, and you've got Isaac Success. Yeah, King is yeah. their King is their joint most expensive forward with Dini on the game at the moment. So five point five is he? Five point five. I think he starts every week for them, yeah. and I yeah. think he'll score goals. Filler at home, Brighton away to start. Yeah, I really like him. Five point five million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did, didn't get an uh, you know Norway didn't qualify for the Euro, so again had the summer off, get himself fit. Cure those migraines he was suffering with when he was at Bournemouth, and um, yeah, <laughs> um, he, he, he'll probably. I would suggest he'll play more for them than he ever did for Everton. That is for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he starts every week for them. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, what to look out for? What just quickly? And, Watford's Watford's first few games though, they're they're quite difficult, aren't they? Well, Villa, Brighton, Tottenham, Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle. So not really. Yeah, no, some winnable ones in there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I think I think he'll be in my starting eleven. Um, come the start of the season. I think he will be. And, wow. you know, those 16 goals came for him in 2016, 2017, when he was playing as our number nine at Bournemouth. So Callum Wilson was injured. So he played down the middle. And he's always said that that's his preferred position is to play through the middle. And I think at Watford, he'll get the chance to do that. Because yeah. I don't think Danny's going to, Dean is going to be starting week in, week out now in the Prem. No. So, okay. so yeah, I think I expect goals. I expect goals. Uh, right. Let's look to, uh, this is a, this is a controversial one, lads, but, Stick with me on this. Christian Benteke, uh, 6.5 million. He just started to hit a bit of form last season towards the end, didn't he? Double figures for the first uh, time since, uh, since 2016. He's got 10 goals last season. He's got a new manager. Uh, he's from Belgium. Uh, and Patrick Vieira is from France. They get along just great. Um, <laughs> that's that's where that's where my, my theories end, really. But I think at 6.5 million, he's... Personally, I'd be looking at King ahead of him, but um, if you don't want Josh King in your team, then Benteke might be an option. Yeah, I mean, he was a difference maker for a lot of people in mini leagues at the end of last season. Hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, that's fair enough. That's fair no, enough. Not for, me. not for me, boys. Like I say, I'm finding 10, 10 here to pick from, so plenty of, plenty of breadth. Uh, let's move to uh, number five in my list. Good to see him back. Um, he scored 13 goals in his first season in the Premier League, 17 the second. He's got a new manager who has a more attacking policy, apparently, this year. He is Raul Jimenez, 7.5 mil. He's got a lovely bandage on his head, the old thing on his head, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Milk, milking, it a, milking it a bit, isn't he? Milking it a bit. All right, I mean, mate. We've all, we've all had a crack skull. Come on. <laughs> I mean, have we? It's all a bit, bit showing off. Bit showing I'm, off. Five. I'm sure he's getting the necessary support, like mentally, to do of it. But I would, I don't know how I would 
be brave enough to then keep going up for headers. Yeah, you know, well, will, it, will it affect his game, do you reckon? Are you brave oh, enough God. to go up for headers now, though? Because I wonder if that's affecting your mentality. No. Are you brave I'm enough to very... go up for headers now? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> you two having a laugh. I play football with both of you. Mike, yeah. you run away from the ball. Yeah, I do, yeah. Squeeze. And, and heads the ball if it hits his head. I mean, I, yeah. I'll go up for a header. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I remember you heading a ball, but okay. <laughs> oh, you yeah. boys, you boys, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Peter Crouch or Brett Angel <laughs> for those uh, in the of the 1970s and 80s. Anyway, um, Raul Jimenez, he's 7.5 mil. It is a gamble because it's a new manager in there, um, um, Lager or Bitter or whatever his name is. I, <laughs> I, I uh, oh, there's some sort of pun to be done there, isn't there? I think you just uh, did it. Well, I sort of did. Um, yeah, so uh, Jimenez, number four, he's 7.5 million. He scored 168 points last season with 14 goals and nine assists. 14 goals and nine assists. I didn't realize he had that good a year. He is Ollie Watkins. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah, made yeah. up the numbers for a lot of teams last season, didn't he? Um, yeah, Ollie. Ollie. But uh, after that performance against Liverpool, um, yeah. a lot of people bought him in. And then he was sort of in and out of teams. He had he had little patches of, of, uh, of form. But he was starting. He was starting every week and playing the whole game every week. And the first three games this season for Villa. Now they've got Buendia as well as Grealish to create. Watford away, Newcastle at home, Brentford at home. Mm. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I would say don't get, don't believe the hype about Buendia. He's just don't believe the hype. Yeah, he's gone for big, big money as well. Big money. Um, yeah, Ollie Watkins was was a one when it was a massive frustration for me. He seemed to have his purple patches when he wasn't in my team. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure. I think in the three separate occasions he was in my team, I think he's got a grand total of two goals. Um, ah. So I will tread carefully when it comes to Ollie Watkins this season. That would be my advice as well. Another one who's carefully who's been able to put his feet up this year, uh, this summer. So Craig, Craig, um, Craig, who's watching along, has makes a good point about Jimenez. Uh, just to roll it back a little. The Wolves have good fixtures from game week four, so you have you can wait and see on Jimenez and then bring him in. Because from game week four, they got Watford, Brentford, Saints, and Newcastle. Mm, do a good shout, yeah, very good shout, Craig. Thank uh, you, Craig. Let's, let's look at uh, number three. Everyone seems to have him in, in their in their template team. Um, it is uh, Ivan Tony, six point five million. Uh, we've already heard from one of the viewers that they're they're not convinced they'll do anything in the Prem. Thirty-one yeah. goals last season. 10 assists. A lot of those 31 goals were penalties. I'm not convinced, but um, he's, he's, is he this season's Mitrovic or this season's Timu Puki? Oh, I think people see him as this season's Ollie Watkins with the Brentford link. Uh-huh. He's got a similar frame to him, similar build. I think people um, are expecting Ollie Watkins Mark two, um, but Ollie Watkins is at Villa and not Brentford. Um, and that might crucially be the difference, I think, with Ivan Tony. I, I'm not hugely convinced. No, I'm with you boys on this one. I think he was... Um, sorry, my dog's run upstairs. Um, I would think he's a little bit overrated. <laughs> don't, be sorry. That. don't be sorry. And, uh, yeah, he's... he's yeah, I, I think the jury's still out. I mean, going off the four games I saw him play for Bournemouth last season, he wasn't particularly good, was he? So... Um, and that's mainly what I'm judging it on. But um, yeah, I think Brentford, are, of course, are, are going are gonna to struggle. And I don't think he, I think he'll be, would be a Mitrovic for me. Okay. Yeah, they, they do have a, a fairly 
a good start to, to ease them into the Premier League for the first time. They've got Arsenal, Palace, Villa, Brighton and Wolves, which going on last season, there's nothing there to scare them. They can try and continue playing the way they were in the Championship. Yeah, and they've got momentum and we've seen what a difference that can make at the start of a, a season in the Premier League. You know, we saw it with Bournemouth, we, we saw it with Norwich, you know, a couple of years ago when they came up and uh, beat Man City early on in, in the season there. Um, so I think uh, that, that carries you so far as well into a new year. Um, yeah. Okay, now I mentioned that, um, you know, all the players bar Kane were cheaper than Ings. Uh, so yeah, the last two are both 7.5 million buys. Um, the first one I would look at is can't be sure I'm pronouncing his name right. You, you correct me every week. Richarlison. Richarlison? Yep, him as well. <laughs> um, I'm sure that whichever way I say it, you just then tell me it's the other way. But hey, um, listen, I, I'm not Brazilian. You, you may very well be correct. Uh, yeah, Richarlison, 7.5 million. 13 goals involvement last season. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Very well um, thought of. Uh, I think under Benitez, again, I think he may well up his game. I... I like him. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a patchy player. He'll have a run of games where he'll be on fire, and then he'll go missing for for three or four. But yeah, he, he runs like his socks off, doesn't he? And he reminds me a, a bit of when Benitez was at Newcastle. What was the name of the striker they had who had that a fairly decent season for Newcastle a couple of seasons ago when Benitez was there? Come oh, on now, people. Perez? No, not Perez. He was. Very rarely decent unless he played Bournemouth. Oh. Big lad up front. I'm going to suggest Andy, he, he Andy was Carroll. Peruvian. Andy Carroll, yeah. <laughs> no, not Peruvian. Carroll. Peruvian, Nobby, Nobby Solano. No. Oh, it's going to annoy me. You, you carry on talking. I'll find out and just shout his name. Andy uh, yeah, no, no Let's Ferdinand. No, 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 no. Yeah, and Andy Carroll's been released, by the way. From. From Newcastle, not jail. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's yeah. not, not another that's... one. Um, well, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really, yeah. I, okay, you need to, you need to let me know who you're talking about because I've got no idea. Yeah, um, agreed. And it's going to put me off a bit, but I'll carry on. Um, my final, <laughs> my number one striker, and he definitely starts in my team. Uh, is Iniacho. I thought this guy was phenomenal second half of the season last year. Again, 7.5. 110 points he got. I'd imagine 100 of them came in the second half of the season. 12 goals. Yeah. I think I think Vardy is ageing. I don't know um, whether Ardi, Vardy is going to be uh, playing week in, week out for them. I don't know whether his legs are going to start to go. His game is based on pace, and you know you wonder how long he can keep, keep that up. Um, but I think Iniacho is a nailed-on starter for Leicester. They're a side that are going to be in and around the top six all season long. Um, they're an attacking team. So, yeah, I think at 7.5 mil, I think Iniacho is a snip. Yeah, I agree, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great shout. Um, uh, yeah, he kind of forgot. He was he was massive at the end of last season, but I'd forgotten yeah. all about him already. Um, yeah. Because you kind of, you set yourself on on the players that you kind of, your brain makes you think, right, Who's a safe? Who's a safe player to start with? Mm. And because he wasn't, you know, really figuring at the start of last season, I completely forgot about him. The uh, if I tell you that the, the player for Newcastle wasn't Peruvian, he was Venezuelan. I knew there was a V in there somewhere. Um, then, uh, then Rondon, you know who... yes, Solomon oh, Rondon. Oh, like hey, yeah, he was... where did he go he... to? Uh, China, I believe. Oh, of course. He, uh, yeah, he was. Um, he was beast mode on FIFA. 
I think uh, other than Akin Fenway, he was the strongest player in the game, Rondon. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's gone. Uh, he went to Dalian Pro in China. Who, oh, yeah. Weren't they, weren't, they managed, weren't they managed by Benitez? Um, I think they were. I think that's probably what's happened there. Yeah, Benitez. And uh, and then he's gone to CSK Moscow now. In case anyone wondered what's happening in the life of Solomon Rondon, I hope we've at least helped <laughs> with that tonight. Happy good to, to know. Good to know. We should have a where are they now uh, feature. We should look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, look, so that concludes uh, my research in terms of your top 10 defenders, midfielders, and attackers. I'll give you my two keepers, just for the heck of it. Um, Sanchez at Brighton, 4.5 million. And Henderson at Man United at 5 mil, I think, is a snip because he will start as their number one this evening. Okay, Mike, thank you, you, know, thank you for that research. You have, uh, you've, you've done well, my friend. You've got some great, some great shouts there. Who, out of those, out of those attackers out of interest... Who are your front two or, or three are you taking from those? If probably, any? Uh, the ones that you went for, probably Lacazette and Bamford. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, Lacazette <laughs> and Bamford would be my shout as well. Unbelievable. Uh, no, I, yeah, I think um, DCL is going to be interesting because Benitez likes a, a, a big, tall mm-hmm. striker. And if he focuses on DCL, oh, you didn't mention <laughs> It's not, not in my top 10, mate. Not in my top 10. I've gone, I got went Richarlison, or indeed, as you'll now point out, Richarlison. Mm. Um, um, I went for him ahead of DCL, I think. Yeah, I, mm. I'm thinking for me, Ollie Watkins, because of their fixtures. And boring, but I'm, I'm still going to stick with old Harry Kane for me. Okay, yeah. I've got a front three here of, of Kane, Ings, sorry, Kane, Iniacho, and Josh King. Don't forget Josh King, gang. If if you take one nugget away from this little podcast of ours, Josh King at 5.5 million. Yeah, okay. Can yes. I just ask you boys a very quick question? Oh, how... Well, uh, it you is can ask us anything. You can ask us anything. Do you boys know now what your formation is going to be for game week one? Oh, gosh, I thought it was going to be a bit more exciting than that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do I know? Yeah. No, Antonio. Yes, yeah, good shout, Craig. Yeah, that's a good point. Phil, do you uh, know yours? <clears throat> Uh, I, I I tend to go three five two. Now I've I've picked my team. I don't remember picking it, um, but I must have just put it in as a placeholder very quickly. And I'm surprised actually how good it is. For, <laughs> oh, like, snippet, like snippet. genuinely, I mean, this team will massively change. But I didn't think this would be affordable. You're Sanchez, Dina, Cresswell, Shaw. So not bad, not bad. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Foden, Zahar. Um, uh, Rafinha, Grealish, Salah. Yeah. Okay. Bamford, Bamford, DCL up top with Lacazette mm-hmm. on the bench and Lamperty on the bench. Mate, you don't get burnt with Lacazette like I did last <laughs> season. What are you thinking? Well, I don't remember doing it. I doubt I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at my team here and, and Craig's been in touch saying, what about Antonio? He's Don't actually in my. Antonio? He's actually in, yeah. He's in my draft uh, squad actually, Antonio at the moment. But he's gonna he's gonna be booted out for um, Josh King, I think, because I think King's much better value. But um, how much is Antonio? Seven point five, so two million more. I've also interesting. I've got Pogba. I must have put this together during the Euros. I've got Pogba yeah. at seven point five million there in my my midfield. Huh. Yeah, that's. Uh, if he played in the position he plays for France. If you played um, like for United, yeah, <laughs> very good point. Yeah, very. I mean, there, there are there are a few players that I've I've got that I haven't mentioned in my top tens. Um, Holgate, Wambasaka, um, oh, Grealish. Yeah, you know, I didn't mention Grealish. No, he's like the poster boy at the moment, but I, I didn't mention him. He didn't make my top ten. So um, yeah, 
there you go. I mean, Greedish will be unhappy that I'd imagine Jack Greedish. I'm sure he'll be around. more disappointed. With, he'll probably uh, say, "Sorry, Greenish. sorry, Mike, uh, you've you've gone for um, Michael Elise over over <laughs> me." <laughs> well. He is only Elise is only five point five. It's not all about. It's got to be about value as well, lads. No, I think you've There's got only some so really many pennies to spend. Horses. No, I've got some great dark horses there that are going to have differentials, boys. Low ownership. Oh. Talking of ownership, then uh, a quick quick quiz before we end. There's nothing oh, yeah. riding on it, but um, we'll do a quick every second mounts. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh wow. So okay. Good. Take off take off your FPL screen so you're not looking. Oh yeah. Done. Tell me when. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. Okay, so I've got the top 15 players based on ownership so far, teams selected by the top 15. As How many of those? For this coming season. This coming season, yep, yep. Why so how many we, of those why don't can we, you own? Why, why don't we alternate? Oh, how many lives have you got? No lives, just we alternate. Yeah, oh, just but last, time, like last time we did something like this, it lasted one question. It's fine, well, let's do it, boys. It's, it's very late. Oh, okay, then. Mike, you can go first. Um, I'll go Harry Kane, please. Uh, yeah, he is in there at number nine. Uh, I'll go Salah. Most owned, 49.9%. There's no one... Do you remember last season, um, Timo Werner had like over 50% yeah. ownership? That well, it, well. it was him and Mitrovic, wasn't it? They were the two at the start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. okay, well, I, I've Mike, already... Over to you. Yeah, I've already raised it in my preview. Luke Shaw has something like forty-three percent ownership, I think. Forty-six point one now. Yeah, he's the second second highest ownership. Out of it everyone. was it was forty-three when we started the pod. Uh, it's it's gone up three percent. Just <laughs> such is our influence. Such is our influence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're still in, Anthony. Jack Greedish. Jack Gre- Jack Greedish, number five on the list. Yeah. Mm. Trent Alexander Arnold. Yes, number ten. Well, you're doing you're doing better than I thought you would, boys. Yeah, me but too. Yeah, yeah. Bruno Fernandez, number three on the list, forty-one point eight percent ownership. So Do you want a couple of clues? Do you want a couple of clues? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, I will in a minute. <laughs> this has suddenly got a bit tricky, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, Do you want a couple of clues? I'll give you a clue. Uh, that wouldn't be fair, would it, on Anthony? Well, he can have the same clue. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. I mean, it's my go, but... Yeah, there are three goalkeepers in the list. Are there? Okay. All right, well, I'll go Martinez. Martinez, number four on the list, correct. I'm basing this purely on his form at the Euros. Jordan Pickford. Oh, my God. And just like that, was absolutely ridiculous. Hamakasi. That comment... That, cam- that that comment was as kamikaze as one of Pickford's clearances. What? Yep. The, time, the time he came, you just came running out the box and tried scissor kicking a ball that was above your head. Pickford that's, what you've just, that's what you've just done right there. Oh, pick it. Well, if you hadn't said goalkeepers, I would never have gone for him, so it's your fault. <laughs> I tried to help you. <laughs> well, uh, next the... time, don't bother. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, running down to the top, the top 15 uh, owned players are Salah, Shaw, Fernandez, Martinez, Grealish, Ivan Tony, 35% ownership. Oh, my days. Okay. Ollie Watkins. I mean, Ollie Watkins is one million more than, than Tony. Ollie Watkins has got much better fixtures than Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tony's got more more ownership. Uh, so then you've got Watkins, Calvert Lewin, Kane, Trent Alexander Arnold. Then you've got Sanchez of Brighton, Anthony. 
Okay. Mm, then uh, a surprising one in here, although looking at the price, you can see why. Fafana at Leicester. 4.5, isn't he? 4.5. Yeah. But I don't think he starts. They've got so many fullbacks. I looked at him earlier on and they've got what? They've got Pereira. They've got him. They've got Castagna. Uh, they've brought they've got... in Bertrand. Yeah, yeah, uh, they have. So they, they, I mean, they've, yeah, I, I see them rotating their fullbacks next season a fair bit. Yeah, they've got um old old mate boy who who you two like saying his name the wrong way around last season. Oh yeah, James, um, Justin, Justin James. Yeah, 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 as well. So that's, yeah, that's, back, that's, yeah, that's five first team fullbacks. Yeah. Then you've got uh Di- Diaz of uh, of City. Oh, really? The uh, only City player in the top fifteen. Uh, then the other goalkeeper was Foster. Watford four million. He's he's uh, what? yeah. So whether he starts or not, I don't know. But he's on he my bench. He, he wasn't, wasn't starting, starting towards... in the last season. No, no he wasn't no, starting towards was, the end. So he was the guy who was he was playing in the Euros, wasn't he? I can't remember yeah. which country final, but yeah, he was he was starting in the Euros for his country. Finally, you got Rafinha. Um, so well, I mean, yeah. to be fair, I would have been out. My next guess was going to be De Bruyne, so I was going to be out. Whatever. So at least they De... went out with a completely stupid answer. Correct. Yeah, De Bruyne is down there, but uh, yeah, probably 25, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah but even Bam- Bamford's, Bamford's price has gone up this year, 8 million, and uh, suddenly that looks less appealing to those who have no faith. Well, indeed. There you go. Uh, quick quick word. Um, Brighton have signed the, uh, the tall- a player to become the tallest Premier League player of all time. Uh, whilst really? we're talking about, talking about goalkeepers, he signed from Ajax. He's going to be their backup keeper. Uh, he is called Kajel Sherpen, and he's six foot eight. So um, he should be playing thing. basketball. Yeah, he'll struggle to get down to the, the load to the corners, I imagine. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, anyway, that's that's just as a pure aside. Thank you for the news uh, news update, gents. It's been great to be back with you. Um, oh, it's been lovely. We'll, we'll be really back has. on on social media, uh, which is. I've been off off Twitter, not not running the account for a few weeks, just having a nice time off. I did pop back on, and there was a lot of people arguing about cliques, so I, I ran away again. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't need this right now. It's the summer. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back on there. Mike, um, you've set up the league again, so um, have you got the league code? That yeah, let me give you the league code. Who could uh, join our, our league? Yeah, sure thing. Um, you should also uh, it is. as well, I think, if you were in it last year. Yes, indeed. Yeah, H- hard luck if you were looking to escape. Uh, it is 11 <laughs> LO. Oh, well, okay. I'm trying to make it easy for you to remember. It's 11 <laughs> lowercase l 0 a.m. 11 lowercase l 0 a.m. or 11 LO a.m. Hello. Um, but um, it's a zero, not an O. So, you know, uh, that may or may not have been helpful for you. 11 L 0 a.m. We look forward to uh, many new members joining our league and, uh, and yeah, well, battling it out with the three of us. Indeed. Can't wait, boys. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, gents. Anthony's, Anthony's room has got darker as the night has gone on. I can, I can just about see sweat Hello. on his forehead, but nothing else. Yeah. Uh, so thank it. you very much, boys. It's been great to be back. Um, that's my opinion, not the listeners. And um, <laughs> we will be back next week where I'll be previewing... Um, unpopular choices from last season um to try and pick out ones which which people won't be going for which which will be more exciting than than that little trailer sounded <laughs> yeah yes indeed yeah. you uh, might I, want I've, to um, spend the next uh, seven days on twitter to kind of big up a bit mate i don't need to big up myself 
yeah, we, we can find a spin. We can find a spin. Um, I, I've got to go, lads. Um, the uh, pillowcases are in the freezer. They need taken out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good night, and uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. Have a, have a good week. Yeah, Adios. Bye-bye.